Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with founder and CEO of Mindspace Coaching, author, entrepreneur, and family man, Mac Atram. Mac is widely regarded as one of the most sought-after business coaches and trainers for entrepreneurs. He is famous for helping business owners rapidly increase their sales revenues between 20 to 200% in less than a year, as well as implement better processes in building winning business teams so that they can have more time off to enjoy their lives. He is the author of four best-selling books and has had many years of challenges and failures in business before discovering what really works. Enjoy this interview. Hey, how are you doing, Joe? Hey, good, man. How are you today? Fantastic, today. Good to see you. You're more in my evening. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I, I always tell people I always love the future, so these are always really thrilling for me. <laughs> nice to meet you, Mac. Hey, thank you for taking a minute out today. Where exactly in the world are you at right now? I'm in London, the UK. Okay, wonderful. Because I want to start with our conversation by asking, how did you survive COVID the last couple of years? And how has it changed the way that you live your life and conduct business now that we're coming out of it? You know, COVID was, uh, uh, for me, it was a blessing in disguise because uh, for almost 20, 12, 12 years, I've been on the road traveling, teaching, training across um, at that count of about 50 countries, trained hundreds of thousands of people in, in business and in wealth to, to, and, and to grow their, their own potential. And so being on a plane every other, every other week, uh, living out of a suitcase and with, you know, with a family, and one of the things I did, I always, every single year, I always planned my vacations around when my children were off school. So that was all good. But when COVID happened and I couldn't travel anymore, and suddenly I started using technology more like Zoom and doing conference videos and training remotely, it dawned on me that actually, do I really want to get, go back to traveling as much as I did before? And the answer was no. So what, is, what that has allowed me to have now is to um, spend a lot more time with my family, do a lot more things that I couldn't do before, like going to live shows and football and all these kind of stuff. Um, and, and at the same time, be able to still run my events, some live here in the UK, and mostly online virtual at the moment. So, so it, it's a blessing in a way that I think I've been able to recalibrate and come back to some kind of equilibrium where I'm, I'm still able to do what I'm passionate and I find purposeful, uh, as well as uh, spend time with the loved ones that I, 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 I so, so dearly uh, miss when I'm traveling. It almost seems like there was a silver lining in the process. And, and uh, to get a better handle on what you do, because you're a busy man, I want to know if I put you in front of a bunch of grade school kids at a career day, let's say second, third graders, and one of them looks up at you and says, what do you do for a living? How will you answer them? Yeah. Simply, I would say I help people run businesses to make more money through their business and enjoy their life. What did you want to be when you were in the third grade? What did you envision for your life? That's a great question. Uh, what I, what did I envisage? I, I think I was one of those who, like most 
children uh, was told to go to school, study hard, get good grades, uh, get a good job. Um, and my parents weren't really pushy in terms of what I went into as long as I did things, something that was useful. And um, so in those days, it was just to create some kind of success. What success looked like was, I suppose, um, making uh, a difference, really, or doing something useful. And so I didn't have... I, I Maybe in the back of my head, I thought I would run a business, but the, the normal channel was to find a job. And I worked uh, in for three corporate companies before I finally set up my business uh, 22 years ago. So what I wanted to be wasn't clear, but I knew it was some kind of, create some kind of success um, w- with my life. And you've been successful. You're highly driven. So take me back to your childhood and how did these seeds get in you? What was, what were some seminal moments? What was your childhood like to give you these kinds of motivations to be who you are today? Oh, my childhood. I was a very quiet child. I mean, you wouldn't believe it when you see me standing and and speaking and training in front of uh, thousands of people. But I was a quiet child. I would observe, I'd watch. um, And and I suppose I'd watch human behavior. And I was an observer of people. And later on in in life, where that would come useful is when I'm training and coaching people. uh, Sometimes the unsaid I can kind of pick up from an empathy point of view, what is it they're not saying rather than what it is they are saying when I'm working with people or even in large audiences. And so I think that's a skill or that's an innate innate skill that maybe it's just been there I've developed or just tapped into. The other thing is watching my parents, my parents were very hardworking, very, very hardworking. So, so, when I started in, in uh, corporate, I worked very, very hard. And when I started my business, I worked very extremely hard because that's what I thought you had to do. But later on, I realized that you could, you could uh, set up a business, you could manage it in a certain way to, to live the lifestyle that you really, really want to live. That is purposeful and, and, and full of passion. And so in the early days of my first business, I worked very hard. Um, I almost got burned out. My business um, started struggling. Business partners cheated on the business. And I came to a realization that I needed help. So I, I sought some coaches some training and some mentors and um, allowed me to fix my business and, and later on sell that business. But when I sold that business, what I realized, I, I, I remember sitting down and writing down what I suppose at that time was my next pursuit and I wrote down my mission because because of the suffering I'd gone through through that first business my mission became clear to me which was for the rest of my life to inspire educate and empower people to live a life of joy courage passion and purpose so I've lived from that point of view since 2005 so the last 17 years I've lived that mission so that's a a roundabout way of answering your question, I suppose. I don't know if I hit it. You certainly did, and you had mentioned mentors and influences in your life, but if you could boil everything down to to, to maybe one person, who has been a hero for you? That is a great question. Who's been a hero for me? Um, I think the... the, um, would have been a chap called Blair Singer. Blair Singer is a... He's the author of the book, 
Sales Dogs, uh, three other books, uh, great books, that in a time when I was suffering and things weren't going right for me, he, what, and he teaches sales, leadership, teaches communication. But what I, the greatest thing I learned from him was how to, how to be a leader. And by that, I mean how to be able to lead yourself, how to live, how to be of good character, uh, and how to, and he talks about code of honor and, and the code, and he talks about all these things which I'd never heard of before. And that leadership and that self-leadership became that I started to transform as a person. And by that transformation, came who I surrounded myself with, the environments I found myself with, the things that I would would tolerate and no longer tolerate, the boundaries that I set. I learned all that from him. And the, the, the strange, not strange, but what happened was my marriage to my wife changed. It became stronger. So we've been married for 22 years, whereas the early days, it felt like we were going to split because there were so many arguments. But what I learned was a lot of the issues I was having was from myself generated, uh, consciously or unconsciously. And so when I started to take care of my own environment, my own inner world, things started to change on the outer, you know, physically in the outer world. So that was a that was a big shift for me. It, it was one person who really I learned a lot from in the time when I was really struggling, struggling and, and not doing so well. So if you can meet one person alive on the planet right now, who would that be? Who would you like to talk to? Oh, who would I like to talk to right now on the planet? You know, Richard Branson is always, always pops up into my mind because of just the way he is and the authenticity that he has around his business and the ability to uh, run multiple, well, hundreds of businesses and projects, um, not him running, but owning and, and uh, having ownership of. And having a conversation with him would be, yeah, I'd love to have a conversation with him <laughs> physically. So as somebody that, you know, is an expert on business and helping people get to where they need to go, you know, you see things that a lot of people don't. And, and if you could boil down, what, what what's a common mistake business owners and leaders and entrepreneurs make that's easily fixable? I mean... It's not easy, but it's something they can fix. What is the one thing that you see over and over again that's treatable and fixable to help someone get to that next step? Yeah, and I think you, you said it. It's not just one thing. But the, you know, we teach a system called a business wealth system that takes companies from struggling to doubling their business or growing rapidly in less than a year. Um, so there's a number of things. But if I could bring it down to one core thing, it's the attitude or the mindset of that person. If the attitude or the mindset of that person is right, they will start to overcome any obstacle. And this is one thing I learned that although when years ago when I was struggling, the my mindset was strong in terms I wanted to create success. So, um, so if someone wants to build their business to the next level, it still takes that mind, strong mindset and attitude and a lot of resilience as well and persistence. Uh, if someone wants to start a new business and haven't started yet, uh, maybe they're working for, various com- uh, for a company and they want to start their business, again, the same thing. How you, appro- how you think about the matter, how you approach that, your habits that you have will suggest the results that you ultimately get. So I would 
If it was one thing, it would be attitude um, of the person. So when your alarm clock goes off in the morning, you wake up, you have motivation, you have this agenda. So this is kind of a two-part question. What motivates you through your day? And at the end of the day, when you look back, how do you quantify a successful day for you? Excellent question. Thanks to you. Uh, the, um, when I wake up, every day when I wake up, it's with, and, and whatever, whatever I get into is with the premise is, am I living my mission? Am I living a purposeful life? What difference am I making? So everything I do is from there. So when, um, when Jim says, hey, let's um, jump onto the podcast, does that make any difference to the mission that I'm supposed to be living, which is to inspire, educate, and empower people to live a life, life of joy, courage, passion, and purpose? Yeah, it does. Okay, let me get onto this. Let's do this. Um, and so everything I do is in regards to that. Does it make any difference? Does it make an impact to humanity, to other people? Does it allow them to have a better life? Does it allow them to move on with their life? Um, and if I can inspire, educate in any way or empower them in any way, then that that has meaning to me. So when I wake up, that that that's the key thing for me every single day, regardless of what challenge, what adversity, what problems are going on, that drives me, that motivates me. So... Let's say you have a dream tonight. You run into the 20-year-old version of yourself. And you could give that young version of you a piece of advice based on the wisdom that you've gained in your life, the, the roads you've been down that have led to who you are now. What would you tell your young version? Wow, some great questions here. The, uh, my 20-year-old self. So I'm just finishing, so just about to graduate. So the I would say not to have spent so much time in working for someone else. I would have started my business sooner, made some mistakes uh, sooner, and, um, and just take, take bigger risks, take more risks, um, and know that the future will be fine because I'll learn from those risks, I'll learn from those mistakes, and, and, um, and move forward because, yeah, that's, that's exactly what I'll do. Um, learn from other people, get a coach or a mentor that can support you in, in, in where you're trying to go. Don't try and figure it out on your own. Seek help where you need it uh, and take more risks, so, more calculated risks. Absolutely. So everyone out there has a perception or an idea of who they think you are, your family, your friends, your clients, your readers, but ultimately you're in control of your life. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? Great question. I, I think I am a um, kind, considerate, uh, loving human being. Uh, I'm ambitious, I'm disciplined, and more importantly, I, I, I want people to win. And that keeps showing up day by day. You know, I want my wife to win, I want my kids to win, I want my clients to win. And people who associate with me know that I come from a different angle often and because I want them to succeed through whatever they're going through. Um, so I, I'm an optimist. I, I am positive. Uh, in, in, regardless of what's going on, uh, I, I think everything will work out the way it's supposed to. Um, that's who I am. So, Mac, if anybody out there wants to read your books, they want to hire you, learn more about you and what you do, where is the best place for them to go on the web? Oh, just go to my um, 
web address. So Mac at SRAM.com. So www dot Mac, which is M A C at SRAM, which is A T T R A M dot com. Mac at dot com. Um, there's lots of resources there, free business quiz. Um, you can reach out to me there. That's great. Or in the same name, Mac Atram, on any of the social media handles. I'm on most of them anyway. Wonderful. Mac, hey, thank you for opening up. Thank you for taking time to talk about your life and your world. And, and good luck with everything. Send my best to London. Excellent. Thank you very much. And thank you for your great questions. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank Take you. Care. Good luck. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. Mm-hmm.